Hey everybody, before we begin today's episode of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, let me tell you about all the platforms you can find the podcast on. Not only can you find us on Anchor, but you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. All the links will be in the description of every episode. So let's get into this episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Two Lives Brothers Wrestling Podcast for Wrestling Matriality. Today's episode is going to be about the Demon Finn Balor returning, the women getting arrested, and Van Corbin may have been Raw. Let's get started. So, the first piece of business from Raw last night that I want to talk about, which gets under my skin in a bad way, is the Demon Finn Balor will be taking on Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania for the IC Championship. Now, when I was talking about and predicting, uh, I believe it was um, Extreme Rules, don't quote me on that, when Finn Balor the Man faced Brock Lesnar, I stated that if he does not use the Demon, he has no business bringing back the Demon. He did use the Demon, I was very upset, and he brought back the Demon. So, my reaction to this, to this announcement of the Demon Finn Balor coming back to face Bobby Lashley is, I'm upset in a way that I figured I would be, and honestly, um, I expected it, because I figured WWE would pull this, they're trying to pull out all the stars from Mania, so they know the Demon Finn Balor will be over, which is undoubtedly true, but just the booking behind this character, WWE has managed to kill Finn Balor's character twice. Two separate times, they've killed Finn Balor the man, and they are killing the demon, Finn Balor. Because he, he, last time he brought the demon was against Baron Corbin at SummerSlam, and that was it. And he fought Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship and said he could, he wanted to beat Brock as the man, Finn Balor. And here we are at WrestleMania, he's fighting Bobby Lashley, and he needs the demon to beat Bobby. No um, slack to Bobby. Bobby's a good wrestler, but Brock Lesnar will decimate Bobby Lashley in a heartbeat. Suplex City, Suplex City, it's over for Bobby there. So Finn bringing out the demon for Bobby Lashley, not Brock Lesnar, just makes no sense. And the way he he brought him out last night just made me laugh. It was so hilarious. He came on the screen as Bobby Leo was talking about the match at WrestleMania, and Finn transformed to the demon. He just stuck his tongue out saying, bad that type of stuff. He just stuck his tongue out, had his eyes wide open, that was it. And the way Bobby looked, you swore he saw the Undertaker, or Kane, or somebody. He was petrified. And all Finn did was stick his tongue out. I all I can do is sigh. Because the Finn Balor of the Demon character was so over in NXT. And when he used it against Seth Rollins at um, SummerSlam 2016, I believe it was, he was so over. And then he went to use him again, um, was going to be using the face burn, um, Bray Wyatt, I mean, he ended up using him to face AJ Styles. And then he used it to face Baron Corbin, and now it's against Bobby Lashley. That Demon character is dead. So Finn Balor debuting the Demon, uh, excuse me, returning the Demon, resurrecting the Demon at WrestleMania, I could care less about. The match will be okay. We've seen the match a hundred times. The only difference is Finn's got face paint on, body paint on. No, nothing different. Because it's not like Finn the Demon wrestles any different than Finn the Man. He really doesn't. And so, 
Daredevil just killed yet another character. I never thought they killed two characters of the same person. I never thought I'd see that. But they have managed to do that. In my opinion, Finn Balor is still overlooked by a lot. But for me personally, I do like Finn Balor. I do like the demon. But Daredevil's booked in both both characters in such a way as I don't take them seriously. And that's what they do. And so I just don't care about that. So the match is WrestleMania will be for the IC title. A title that's really is just a placeholder title or just a, okay, we need a belt for the minor leagues. Here we go, type of belt. So I don't care about that. And I think it's not going to be cool. The match will be decent at best. And if it's a pre-show match, I wouldn't be surprised. I know, honestly, that's sad. But did, did the game come back? I could care less about. So let's go to the next segment. The next segment is going to be about the women's angle last night, probably one of the best angles in the recent last year, maybe. It's crazy. That was a good angle. They had a cool stipulation. I was wondering how they would book the True Threat match or continue booking it, being the go-home show for the um, for all. What they did, they had Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda face off against the Riot, Riot Squad. And the stipulation was neither one of them could attack each other during the match, or they would be removed from the short threat match. So that was a cool, interesting stipulation. They forced them to work together when they wanted to tear each other apart. And it was cool how they did the match. Um, Becky and Ron Shaw was fighting towards the end, and Ron just tapped herself in. And attack out Liv Morgan with a rolling on ball. And that was a cool finish. And as soon as the bell rang, Ronda laid into Charlotte. All heck broke loose. Uh, scary guards came out. They got beat up. It was kind of cool seeing all three women work together to get to eliminate the common issues so they could fight each other again. That was very cool. And then the police came. They hit the police, which is a no-no. So they got arrested. Typically, when you get arrested and on WWE TV, it's nonsensical, it's stupid, and just, just doesn't work. Here it did, because if you assault a police officer, you get arrested. And all three of the women did assault a police officer. So that continuity there was kind of cool to see, the real-life aspect of that coming in. So all three of them got quote-unquote arrested, and they put got put into... Um, cop cars in the backstage area and what was cool is they panned over and they put Ronda and Becky in the same car and that was like uh oh the way they cut that was very cool they just like panned in and you saw them looking at each other and they start kicking each other's face off Ronda kicked out a window and all that they, they managed to get out and Becky and Shaw started fighting a little bit and then Ronda somehow managed to crash the cop car into the other cop car and Becky got loaded into a car, and then um, Charlotte ended up kneeing Ronda Rousey in the face. She had her head out of the window of the cop car, just running the mouth, and she got kneed in the face. So I, I can't remember who got arrested. I think Charlotte and Becky got arrested. I'm not sure if it happened to Ronda. I can't remember. I think they all three did. Don't quote me on that. I can't remember. But that was a very cool angle. It was a very hot angle. And I hope that they don't do anything with this on SmackDown tonight. I think, well, as I'm recording this, SmackDown is going on. So I'll be doing a SmackDown um, kind of talk tomorrow, which will be Wednesday, as it's recording. So that women's angle was very good, very well done, very um, interesting, very um, hot angle. It's very intense, and I'm very cool to see the match on Sunday. I talked about it last week, I think, how they were overbooking and making this feud very confusing and too many elements and all that. And I'm just super glad that they tied it together here and that 
I'm excited. So I hope that on SmackDown tonight, they are not doing anything to further this. Just leave it like it is, and I'll be so excited for Sunday. So we'll see about that. So that was that. That angle was super cool. I'm very excited for that. And the last segment coming up is about the main event of Raw. Change of plans, this will not be the final segment for this episode. I did not mean to forget, but I did about the Universal title segment, which shows how much that title means, sadly. But fucking to that, let's talk about Baron Corbin, Man Then Raw. Yay! Sarcasm. So, last man Raw, Baron Corbin may have ended against Rey Mysterio. Why? And the reason I'm saying they're doing that is they're trying to give Baron Corbin credibility because he beat Rey Mysterio. And that's sad. Going into this match with Angle on Sunday, Baron Corbin still does not deserve to be in that match. Nothing against Rey Mysterio at all. He's one of my favorites. He's the one that got me into liking wrestling. But just because you beat Rey Mysterio does not mean you're able to beat Kurt Angle. Even though Rey Mysterio beat Kurt Angle, but it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything. It's not how that works. But they made Baron Corbin in the main event segment because they're trying to make the match against Kurt Angle go be okay. Like, oh, Baron Corbin beat Rey Mysterio. Maybe they'll like him, but they'll be behind him now and be, as being Angle's opponent. But I still don't care about that. Um, that should not have been the main event match. Or the go-home angle from Raw. They should have gave the women's angle they did the go-home closing angle spot. Because that was crazy, like I just said. But um, giving it to, to Baron Corbin, it fell flat on its head. It felt bad. It, it was not going to close home Raw. And honestly, it does not make me any more excited for that match. Nothing against Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle has done his dues. And he's retiring, quote-unquote. I still got some issues on that. I don't think he's retiring yet. It's just a ruse they're doing to make um, him seem important. That's just my, I can make another video on that in the future, in the next couple of days, hopefully. But being that this is, quote, his, this, this is his, quote-unquote, retirement match, I still don't think Brandon Corbin is the best bet for this match. I do not like it. I hope they don't do it. But I'm afraid that they're going to go ahead and do it, sadly. And I'm not looking forward to it. But Brandon Corbin being the main event angle and the main event match on Raw on the go-home show for WrestleMania was not a wise decision. It, kind of, it just made me, it fell flat. So that match is going on. Whoopi, let's keep going. So the um, last piece. The last segment for this episode is going to be about Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins' Universal Title segment, which should have closed the show at least to being the major title on the brand, but it didn't happen very quick, actually. Yeah, Paul Heyman come out and do his thing and say that Brock Lesnar's going to violate Seth Rollins, and that was an interesting choice of words. But And then Rollins came out, um, got Lesnar's face, typical um, anti-Lesnar thing, you need to go away. You don't want to be here. You don't give a shit. As far as the language. But that type of thing is you don't care. Why are you here? And that's what everybody does against Brock Lesnar. Using the same stick. And um, it's just crazy. And um, Seth ended up low-blowing Brock Lesnar twice. And cuffs on him to the ground. So they, they like discussed, discovered that Brock Lesnar's weakness is his testicles. 
that if you low blow him, he's exposed and weak. And that's odd. It's, it's weird. And Seth being the good guy, people are not thrilled with him doing this tactic and getting the upper hand. So the good guy, bad guy thing kind of goes out the window here in this match. I'm assuming that Seth will do whatever he can to win. And I'm assuming this match ended up being a no-holds-bar match or something, some stipulation like that to give Seth advantage or give him an opportunity or a slight chance. So, but this being the um, not-to-go-home angle and Baron Corbin in it was still gripes me. But this angle was, as well, it kind of didn't do much to hype me for that match either. Because whenever Brock Lesnar's involved in a match, like I said in last week's um, episode, that... Every time he's in a match, it's just the same feeling. People say, well, Brock Lesnar's leaving. Whoever he's fighting has got to win, right? He's winning. He's winning because Brock's leaving. He's going to UFC, this, and the other. And so that's the uh, that's the aura that surrounds every Brock Lesnar match. He's leaving, so Roman's got to win. He's leaving because so Braun Strowman's got to win. He's leaving, so Seth Rollins has to win. I'm tired of that. I really am. Brock Lesnar... He, I get hyped for him some. I did when he came here and there. But here I am now. It's about been four years of this. Of Brock's leaving, so so-and-so is going to win. And Brock retains, LOL, you thought. And I'm tired of that. I want Brock to lose. Because him being the champion, like I said last week as well, was killed that title's momentum. And it's killed the title as a whole. I don't think you can come back from this. Unless someone beats Brock and makes the title a weekly thing and defends it more than just once every four or five months. So, Seth Rollins needs a win. All hope is on Seth Rollins. If Seth Rollins loses at WrestleMania, I quit caring about the Universal title. I am stating that here live or recorded on this podcast. If Seth Rollins loses on, at WrestleMania, I do not care. I do not care about the Universal title no more. So, a lot is riding on Seth Rollins' shoulders, ladies and gentlemen. So, this, again, with my gripe in here is that this whole segment just fell flat. And it seems like it was misplaced. It should have been one of the final angles, at least. Maybe do this and then do the women's angle. But it seems they, they booked the show last night kind of backwards and out of order. And I just didn't like, I didn't have a good vibe from last night. Apart from um, the women's angle, this match, this show fell flat. So, some Smackdown is going on as I'm recording this. So, hopefully Smackdown brings stuff to the table. I will be coming to you tomorrow with my Smackdown thoughts on some things, whatever happens. So, tune in to tomorrow to the Two Nights of Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great night, guys.